This is Alaska Water Wars, a news project sharing the stories of Alaska Native people and the prospect of large natural resource development projects coming to their homelands. This five-part series focuses on the Pebble Mine Project near Bristol Bay. Daisha Eaton reports. Sandwiched between communities clamoring to get a piece of the mining economic pie and commercial fishing towns close to Bristol Bay that oppose Pebble Mine are villages that depend heavily on salmon for subsistence. People there say protecting water as a cultural resource is critical, and they hope the EPA considers that before making a decision about whether to reverse its previous proposal setting limits on mining in the area. Pebble Partnership CEO Tom Collier says a new plan for a smaller mine is aimed at addressing concerns Alaska Native villages have raised. I think people need to listen to where we're headed now and uh, what our plan is and what we're going to take into permitting because it is dramatically different. He says the mine will be smaller and they don't plan to use cyanide to get the last bits of gold out. Collier says his company is taking tribal concerns seriously. I am, and I think Pebble is, completely respectful of the culture, of the fish, and of the water. Our difference of opinion is that I think we can build this mine without doing any damage whatsoever to those things. Native people in villages who rely on salmon for food and cultural practices are skeptical. Like Crystal Jensen, city manager for Ekwok, a village of about 100 people located on the Nushigak River, midway between the proposed mine site and Bristol Bay. Jensen, who is Yupik, says she believes a mine of any size will mess up subsistence. Without our subsistence, we'd be starving. I'd say 75% of our subsistence is fish. Elders just upriver in New Stuyahawk, a village of about 600, agree. Timothy Wanhola says any size mine is just too risky. Every year we put up fish. I've known about it since I was small, and now I'm an adult, and I'm having children that are having their children and still living in the same culture. It hasn't gone away, and it will if something happens. Matt Newman, an attorney with the Native American Rights Fund, compares what the mine could do to what happened to lower 48 tribes in the 1800s. This is the equivalent of pushing the Lakota out of the Black Hills to mine for gold. This is the equivalent of pushing the Plains Indians out, killing off all the buffalo. Daly Sambo DeRoe is Inupiaq and a University of Alaska Anchorage professor of political science. She says the 2007 UN Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples, which the U.S. supports, specifically addresses indigenous rights and extractive industries, requiring the opportunity to be consulted, the opportunity to consent before the approval of such a project which may affect their lands, territories, and resources. Alana Hurley, who is Yupik, lives in Dillingham and works as a commercial fisherman, also leads United Tribes of Bristol Bay, which was formed to fight the mine. She says they're ready to fight on every available front. We are preparing and we'll do whatever it takes, whether it's in the courtroom, whether it's laying in front of bulldozers. The EPA has received more than a million comments on the issue, most supporting protection of Bristol Bay. Hurley says that doesn't surprise her because Bristol Bay is known around the world for its wild salmon. But she says it's not just about fish as food. 
To Hurley and others, it's about a cultural right to do what their ancestors have done for thousands of years. This is an indigenous rights issue that all people should be concerned about. The EPA issued a statement that said it will consider all public input before making a decision. The Pebble Partnership plans to bring on a new investor and file for permits soon. In Anchorage, I'm Daisha Eaton. Alaska Water Wars, a multimedia project sharing the stories and images of Alaska Native people and natural resource development projects coming to their regions. Alaska Water Wars has been produced by Daisha Eaton with editor Jocelyn Estes and featuring photography by Brian Adams. Web and social media assistance from Mary Lockman, Frank Chaithluk, and Joel DeJesus. Music for the project provided by Arlo Hannigan and Freshwater. Funding comes from the Alaska Humanities Forum in partnership with KMBA and Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation. Learn more at kmba.org and alaskawaterwars.org.